0: So yes, I'm Carlo, if you're new with us, one of the pastors on staff here, and I brought my rainy day file with me. Anybody out there have a rainy day file? Mine's about 20 years old, filled with encouragements, blessings from people. You know, a rainy day file, the idea is when you're feeling down and you feel like, man, I just, I blew it, or I'm not very good, or. I just I feel like throwing in the towel. You can come back to a, a a place like this and be reminded of all the good words that people have said to you, and how they've meant a lot and blessed you. I'm gonna share a couple today. the The first one is from my daughter. When I was in, in grad school, going away, she had tucked a bunch of these into my luggage, and I I took them out. While I was down there, it just warmed my heart. To dad, you are always helpful and nice. Love, Giselle. That's sweet. How about this one from my wife of 20 years, by the way? Uh, We were married at 14. (laughs) You are so precious to me. Why God has chosen to bless me with you is a mystery. Thank you for your constant grace, your unrelenting acceptance, and delight in me. You are truly God's instrument of love to me as I plod through this life. That's a keeper. Rainy day file stuff right there. Several of you probably don't know that you are in my rainy day file that you've, you've written things to me over the years that have encouraged me so much that I, I had to print off the email, keep the note, whatever it was. Mike and Susie, Camille, Jeff, Bev. Listen to this one from Nina, one of our council members. Matt and I both think you are real, doing a real... I'm sorry, let me try that in. Matt and I both think you are a real blessing too, Carlo. We had dinner with Jim and Teresa Nelson, and Jim does sound back here, Saturday night, and how much we all appreciate you was part of our conversation. Or this one from Greg, who was just doing a great job up here singing this morning. How about this? Thank you, too, for being so kind, open, and welcoming to me and our whole family as we've been transitioning into Hillcrest, this was several years ago now. Your heart and your spirit are just so refreshingly authentic. I just told him about this this morning. He had no idea how much that had meant to me, that message that he'd given. Words have tremendous power to heal, to encourage. To bless. These things really did bless me. Now I realize that I'm using some Christianese here. Uh, the, word, the word blessing is one of those you know, churchy words that we have this vague sense of what it means. But I think it would be really helpful before we go on to unpack it just for a minute. Because it's really integral to this, this sermon. First of all, it's in our series title, Mary, call her blessed. And and that passage right there, the call her blessed, comes as one of four ways that uh, that word blessed shows up in our passage in Luke chapter 1 this morning. So it would uh, be good to get a better understanding of this churchy but really valuable, important, and beautiful word, bless. There are actually two different words in Greek, for the word bless that show up in our passage today. The first is eulogemane, which shows up three times. And the second is makaria, not makarena. Makaria means happy. So if I'm on the beach in Hawaii with my wife, you might come up and be like, dude, you are so makaria. Blessed, happy. The other word, it Does that sound familiar, similar to any word in English? Eulogy. eulogy. When, a, when a minister gives a eulogy at the funeral service, they're speaking words of blessing, favorable words, kind words about the person who has been deceased. No matter how bad someone has lived at their, at their memorial service, we always try and say nice things, eulogize them. So having these definitions in mind, hopefully will give us a better understanding as we dive into this passage. If you want to follow along, it's going to be in Luke chapter 1, starting with verse 39. And uh, I thought it would be helpful to have some people act it out, though, just to, to lend a little more nuance to this beautiful passage of Scripture. So I'm going to be the narrator and the, uh, the director. I get to have my handy-dandy clapperboard. And then, um, also, can we have a scene up there from, of, of the Judean countryside? Wonderful. That's, that's perfect. Okay. And action. At that time, Mary got ready and hurried to a town in the hill country of Judea, where she entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. Hello? Elizabeth, is anybody home? I have wonderful news to share, great oh. news. Oh, Mary, oh, Mary, come, come. Oh, blessed are you among women. Oh, and blessed is the child you bear. Oh, I tell you, as soon as soon as your greeting reached my ears the, the baby just leapt for joy in front of me why am I so favored to have the mother of my lord here oh mary mary blessed are you who will believe that the lord will fulfill his promises in you and nc well done oh That was beautiful, wasn't it? Oh, Did't they just capture it so well? The enthusiasm? It just could hardly contain it. You, you know, Elizabeth's just like a, a schoolgirl, just oh, about to burst with these words of blessing. It wasn't a, you know, a nice formality. Oh, hi, welcome, Come on in. You know, oh, good to see you. How was your trip? Just, I, blessed are you. Blessed. The child you, why am I so blessed? And blessed are you for believing. Four times in there. So, this, this scene that we just saw, you know, on one hand we have Mary, this, this young teenage, unwed, poor, oppressed, undereducated, pregnant woman who's convinced that this baby inside her is the savior of the world. I'm sure she's on one hand got a ton of excitement and then maybe a tinge of of fear. A lot of wonder and hope and maybe some anxiety too of what's going to happen. And then on the other hand, uh, She has this woman that she's going to visit, her cousin, who she can really share deeply with, because who else is she going to share with? No one else is going to buy it, and people are going to probably mock her and disdain her. But here is Elizabeth, who has herself been visited by an angel and is having this miraculous conception herself. Beyond uh, childbearing years, she's going to have a son, the forerunner of Jesus This woman, Elizabeth, she's full of the Spirit. And that's what enables her to be such a blessing to Mary, to bless her with her words, to say favorable things. When you're filled with the Spirit, it just flows out of you. When the Spirit fills us, what overflows are words of blessing. You're going to hear that from me over and over again today. When we're filled with the Spirit, what overflows are words of blessing. Mary was obviously blessed by these words, right? I mean, she she took them and she treasured them in her heart-shaped manila rainy day file. How else did we get these words in our Bible decades later? She had to have treasured them in her heart. Now, what if Elizabeth was out of step with the Spirit? You know, what if she was empty when, when Mary came by to visit her? What might that interaction have looked like? It, probably not a lot of words of blessing flowing out. Here she is, an older, middle-class, pregnant woman, nearing her third trimester during the holiday rush, with an old husband who was mute because he didn't believe what the angel had said. I mean, come on, Zachariah. What might have quenched the spirit in her? Seriously, I'm asking that for actual responses here. Shout out ideas. What might have quenched the spirit in this woman? Self-pity. There's a great one. What else? Stress. Who isn't feeling that? Fatigue. Yep. Third trimester. I've heard about that. Don't know what that's about personally. I'll trade you places. What else? I'll trade you places. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bet. <laughs> and what did I hear? Worry. Yeah. Worry. All right. We're going to go ahead and see another. Take on this. Let's let's have our friends actor act out a, a different storyline and let's see if you recognize one of these. And action. Hello, Elizabeth. Are you home? Elizabeth? Goodness, I can't wait to talk. To you. I have great news, great news. Oh, I just can't to tell you. Oh my goodness, Elizabeth, are you even here? <laughs> Oh, Larry! Oh, oh, yeah, just so blessed excited. are you. Yeah, come on. I just can't believe everything that's been happening. Oh, oh yeah? my goodness. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mary looks awesome, doesn't she? She doesn't even look like she's pregnant. Man, <laughs> I mean, there's no no swelling. There's no stretch marks. There's no bags under her eyes. Man, I wonder what she thinks of me. know I don't know what it is but it always seems like you know the old women we get we get the front front runner right oh but no youth (laughs) no youth gets the messiah can't imagine what all right all right (laughs) cut cut quite quite an attitude yeah that's great huh oh Elizabeth Elizabeth we need to talk (laughs) Okay, what did you see there? What was the attitude coming out? Jealousy. Yeah, what else did you see? Envy. Uh huh. Cynicism. Yep. Yeah. How about insecurity? Comparison. Right? Nothing will just drain the blessing right out of your words like comparison. Oh man, he's better than me. She's, she's smarter than me. Whatever. That insecurity, just it, it, it robs us of the ability to speak out words of blessing. It's not even on our radar. It's tragic, doubly tragic, because the person is robbed of your good words that would really encourage them and maybe make it into their rainy day file. And you're robbing yourself of the joy of giving those words. Insecurity, comparison, they're robbers. Friends, if we really want to be able to be grounded in who we are, to become more secure as individuals, the best route is to fill up what is lacking with the Spirit of God. To let the Spirit of Jesus define us, not our culture or our past. This last couple months, if you remember, we were in a series on identity. And, and it really dives deep into these issues. I'd, really, I'd encourage you, if you didn't hear them all, go ahead and go online at hillcrestchapel.com and, and download them, listen to them. And also, just so you know, we're working on getting video capability so that uh, we'll be able to bring this message to more people all over the world. So a little shout-out to my brother in Sweden. Hey, bro, Mario. Uh, yeah, it's, it's coming, maybe this week even. really appreciate, by the way, Jim Nelson and Bethany are doing the legwork to get that up and running. So thank them if you see them. So, friends, when, when insecurity fills us, It just stops the flow of blessing. You can just see it. It looks like a dam. Just stops it. But when the Spirit fills us, what overflows are words of blessing. It's that simple. Okay, let's watch one more take of this. See if they can get it right this time. Mary and Elizabeth bringing us... Listen boom! Ah. <laughs> here we go, here we go, channel 105. Yeah. Hello, Yo, go, go. Elizabeth! Hello. Oh, Are you home? Sweet, 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 Mary. Oh, come on in. Oh, good, you brought the chips. Man, you know, we've run out of salsa. I've been craving it and craving. Sent Zachary out to get some more, but you know... <laughs> you, you, you ring the bell. We ring the bell too when they make a touchdown. Oh, I love it! My little, my little punter here. Oh man, he's just kicking up a storm. He's going to be on special teams just to oh. kind of love it. Right? No, no, no! Oh. Oh, Earl Tom is another, another, another one? injury. Man, we're never going to make the Seahawks championship. All right, and cut, <laughs> ladies. What, what is the deal here? Um. You're missing something. Oh, thank you. Nacho cheesy flavor. That's what's missing. No. Elizabeth, you're really missing the big thing, right? What what did you see there? Distraction. Yes. What else? Did you hear the word blessing? No totally oblivious, right? To what God is doing. Hello, here comes the savior of the world. Might want to mention something about that. And mom might just need some encouraging words from you. But her head is just hello, in different space. Not full of the spirit. Nothing against the Seahawks 125 today, right? Game on. But seriously, why did I eat that chip? This stinks, man. You know that nacho cheesy flavor? It's not good in the aftertaste. I didn't do that first service. Note to self don't eat props. Where was I? We were talking about a sermon. Okay, listen. What I was meaning to say was, as you're going to the store and you're at the counter buying your Macy's sweater for your spouse or your friend, do you notice that that cashier is is looking a little bedraggled? Seems to not have the Christmas cheer? How about even just in your own family? your Kids, your, your parents, do you, do you notice them as people? Your workmates, your neighbors, the, the person in your class who's uh, struggling with their, their personality, with who they're going to be, their identity. Do you see them? And do you have any words of blessing for them? Young people, broke people, children of parents, even old children of older parents. i got a little idea for you for Christmas if you're wrestling. What should I get? What should I get? It's very simple. Heartfelt, sincere, thoughtful words. Put them on paper. We even got a bunch of Christmas cards out there. Just picked them up this morning. Four different kinds, go ahead, grab a couple, and think about something that you could say that might bless somebody. Who knows? Might just end up in their rainy day file. Or if you forget to get the Christmas card, just grab a piece of paper and draw a nice picture. Can I hear a collective? Oh Yeah, I really worked hard on that, especially the 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 deer over there. Yeah. No, that was my sweet daughter made me this card. You know, myself, as a teenager, I had become a royal jerk, especially to my parents. In middle school, do you know that I wouldn't let my mom hug me? The closest she could get was, honey, could you give me a bonk on the head before you go out the door? Bonk, and out the door i go. Seriously? I didn't want to be touched, especially by my mom, hugged? Come on. That's painful. Thankfully, Jesus got a hold of me. His Spirit filled me and transformed me. He really did change the direction of my life. Ask my extended family; they'll tell you it's true. But also, I I leak, and so this filling whoop it seeps out of me. And you can ask my immediate family, and they'll tell you that God's got work to do on you still. Yeah. Because you can't just get filled once; you got to be going back to the source over and over again to get filled. But it's true. When the Spirit fills us, what overflows are words of blessing. Notice the recipe isn't just, don't be insecure. Don't be in a rush. Don't be distracted. Don't be, don't be, don't. No, that's, that's religion. That's empty rules that are going to get us nowhere. We're just going to bumble on month after month unless we have a heart change, the same clutter will keep getting in the way of us overflowing with blessing. Consider Jesus' teaching in Luke chapter 6, verse 45. A good man brings good out of the good stored up in his heart. And the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of so don't just go trying to say nice things that's not the plan from here it's going to fall short it's just going to it's going to smell like flattery the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So if the heart is full of the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness of the Spirit, that's what's going to come out. If the heart is filled with anger, bitterness, hatred, despair, sorrow, jealousy, rushing, obliviousness, That's what's going to come out. So my question is, what's in your heart this Christmas? What is your heart full of this Christmas? That's what's going to come out. Elizabeth's heart, it was full of the Spirit. I saw that in the first skit, right? Plain as day, full of the Spirit. And the overflow was, Blessed are you amongst women, and blessed is the child you will bear. If we want to bless others, we need to be open for the Spirit to fill us. We need to, to say, Spirit of God, come in and and empty me out of all this clutter this garbage that that makes garbage come out of me flush it and fill me instead with the spirit of the living god as we close today i'm going to invite the worship team forward and we're going to sing together And In a little bit, I'm going to invite you to stand and to hold out your hands like this in a receptive posture to say, Holy Spirit, come and fill me. As the words of the song say, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Come flood this place and fill the atmosphere. Listen, friends, some of us, some of us have been Christians for a long time, maybe decades. But we've never experienced the richness, the joy, the bubbling forth that happens when the spirit really fills you. We've never experienced that rush of of excitement that just makes words want to bubble out of you. Words of blessing. To people around you. As we open ourselves to him today, I believe he's going to rush in. He's going to flood in. And some of us may have an experience here this morning that we've never had before. An experience with the Holy Spirit, with God Himself, the Spirit of Jesus Christ. You may find yourself just wanting to be like Elizabeth, and like just bursting out in praise. You may find that the words you want to say just they hardly make sense, and they're going to sound like babble. And just let them flow out. It may be that what you're, you're going to say are, are Speaking in tongues, what was a very regular experience in the early church. We saw all throughout the the early church, people would do this when they were when they were overcome by the Holy Spirit. You may find yourself as as we're singing along, tapping your foot. You've never tapped your foot before. Oh my goodness. or or you may find yourself wanting to leap for joy just like the little baby inside of Elizabeth Just, I can't believe I'm so light I want to say Merry Christmas like Scrooge from the second floor after he got his heart back or the Grinch who stole Christmas but his heart grew two times bigger and you're like yes this is the real meaning of Christmas I'm actually experiencing it a living God who loves me Ah, so rich. That's the gift that God wants to give each one of us this Christmas. There's enough to go around, friends. Others here this morning may be new to Christianity. And this whole whole message of a God in our midst, it's... So it's been foreign to you, but you know, you've know you been going along in life and nothing else has satisfied. Nothing else has been, has been filling that hole, which I believe is a Holy Spirit-shaped hole. And this morning, this message of God sending a Savior to earth, being born of a little 13, 14-year-old virgin girl, may be resonating with you that this this God mission really does save and that because of his death on a cross and his resurrection from the dead that we really do get to have him inside of us his spirit can live in us can transform us and empower us so that really words of blessing overflow and actions of blessing bursting forth from us. So I'd invite us to just take a moment to close our eyes, to pause and let the Spirit speak to us. Let's just quiet our hearts before Him for a few moments. Here this morning, and you have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've you've been a, a, a believer from for a long time, but you haven't you have you've been you've been squashing it. You've been resisting the Spirit. You you haven't let Him fill you. But today you're want to say yes, yes Spirit, fill me. Flood this place. Fill the atmosphere. If you want to do that, I'd invite you to stand this morning. Don't worry about who's around you. Let this moment be between you and God. Maybe you've maybe you've even received the Spirit uh, and, and you've at one time experienced this feeling this this joy and this passion like Elizabeth. But it's been ages. Your experience has grown crusty and stale. Today, if if you want to stand and say, God, I want a fresh experience with you today, I invite you too to stand and hold out your hands to the living God and say, Spirit, fill me. If you're too, if you're if you're in our midst and, and you, you've, you've never even walked with Jesus, you've never called yourself a follower, but today you want to say yes, you want to say I'm in, I follow you, Jesus, I believe in you. Nothing else can work, no other game plan can fix my life with the life in this world. You alone are Savior. I invite you too to stand. And you can receive that gift. It's the best present ever given in the whole history of the world. It's the present of His presence. Stand and receive from Him. Pray along these lines with me. Just in your heart say these words and mean them from your heart. Jesus, You are the Savior of the world. Please wash the dirt off of me. The dark stuff. The selfish stuff that's inside of me. I believe you died so that your spirit could fill me. Holy Spirit, I welcome you. Come flood this heart and fill me with your presence. I want to be a blessing to you and to those around me. Empower me. Transform me. There's nothing worth more. No Christmas gift can compare to the present of your presence, Lord. Fill me for the glory of God.